He can do racketeering with Rico. I got, I got you with Rico. I don't yeah, know. I, Rico's. I think, I think he can get racketeering alone a separate charge, but Rico's like you know the. Yeah. The whole crew. Yeah, it's like yeah, the racketeering. I, I think they got hit with Rico too. Did he get yeah, hit with Rico? Yeah, that thing. Trayway got hit with Rico. If he yeah. gets hit Rico, he's he's, he's fucked. Yeah. No bell or nothing. Nah, he, he can, can, but and it's rare in those situations. Figures out this, uh, it's good. It's good, yeah. Cool. Uh, welcome to the car. Uh, welcome to the cloud talk. I right, was just doing like a See the levels, yeah. You, you go back and edit this and cut stuff. Oh, uh, hella, yeah. hella edit. Okay. Because yeah, I used to always, if I mess up, stop, redo it. Yeah, no, nah, if you mess up, just, you know, stop keep going. It, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we edit. We're going to probably try to get like 45 minutes out of it and then cut it down to like 30. Okay. 25 is a good one, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, so. Are you ready? Yeah. What it do, what it do. It's your boy, Lance Amelia. This is another episode of the Cloth Talk Podcast. I got my man with me right here, Weldon. Hey, what's up, Weldon? How you doing? Up, how you doing? Word up, word up, man. So, let's get it off, man. Let, 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 let the people know what's up, man. Like, what 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 can we do to, to, to let the people know who you are as an artist and as a father and wrap this up into one sum? How, how could... How, how can we make the people understand who you are? Like, what would you go to? What's your go-to? That's what I mean. What's That's my go-to? Yeah, what's your go-to? Like, man, I don't know, man. I'm a man of many acts. I'm dope, a criminal dope. justice reform advocate, mm. former music producer, right. and a filmmaker. Hmm. Okay, so you do films. Mm -hmm. Okay, dope, man. Hell yeah. So when it comes to this music, like, who's your influences? Well, they change. Okay. Not to cut you off, but I don't think a lot of people understand, like, when it comes to welding, you're like a legend to me, bro. Like, a super legend. You know, I always looked up to you. I always, like, I thought I knew you. You know what I mean? Like, that's how <laughs> close up your case and what you've done for Salt Lake City and the world. Hip-hop, you know what I mean? Driven was crazy, man. So, before we get into it, this dude is that motherfucking nice. So, I appreciate you and I'm honored to have you on my show. And you came down here and uh, this is dope. You feel honored me? So, yeah. So, okay. Let's go back to it. So, so what was your first break, bro? Like, how, 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 did, how did you get how did you get this hip-hop thing going? Well, when I was in my early teens, you know, I always wanted to make music. Um, hip-hop appealed to me because, you know, I grew up in housing projects, really poor, single parent. Um, Hip-hop actually made poverty not just okay, but popular. Mm. So that's what got that's me hard. into like in hip-hop. I have um, family that are from Tennessee, Nashville, Knoxville, oh. and they were playing um, jazz and country music, you okay. know, the, the yeah. instrumental, like making music for, you know, um, famous artists. Mm. So I wanted to get music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and hip-hop was my thing. Um, so I'd say probably when I was about 15, I was traveling to LA a lot. Dope. Um, I ended up just meeting some artists, you know, going to studios out there. We were recording out here, but you know, the production quality wasn't what we were looking Where for. Where were you guys recording at? at uh, was, what, what, and what year was this? Um, 
Man, I mean, real. I go. We started way back. Yeah, that's in like what I'm Ninety two. Okay, ninety two. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. You know, the Snoop Dogg and all them people. You know, once that started coming out, I was like, mm. I want to make music. Mm. Um, so I think it was like ninety four. We started really writing, trying to record. You know, you know, coming stuff's coming out horrible, but you know, we're trying. Um, in ninety five, I started going to L A. So yeah. going to L A. Going out to the studios out there. And, you know, just started running into people, mm. bumping into people, making connections, befriending people. Um, and next thing you know, I was uh, sleeping on Snoop Dogg's couch, you know, yeah, making music, shit. staying in his house till like five in the morning, huh. getting beat by his little six-year-old son at Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> or was it not Xbox? It was uh, NBA Live. Oh, I think okay. it was like PlayStation, PlayStation 1. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was yeah. just starting out, paying attention, watching people in the studio. I started uh, hanging out with like Daz and, and Corrupt and... Um, Napoleon from the Tupac Outlaws became like one of my best friends. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's. Um, and he still is today. He's like, he's my brother. Like he ain't my friend. He's my brother. That's um, nice. So you know, yeah. running with them cats younger on when I was younger, you know, I just started paying attention, listening, learning the industry. Mm-hmm. Daz taught me how to start an independent record label. Oh, Daz taught you how to start that. Yeah, he was leaving Death Row. Okay. So when he was leaving, he was starting his own stuff, mm-hmm. and he was showing me the game. Like this is how you do it. You know, you make more money. So, you know, like, all right, so after a few years, I think it was like 98, 99, I started my own record label. Mm. Um, at that time, I'd already been producing and, you know, recording songs with different artists. Yeah. Um, and I actually was uh, working on an album called We From The LBC, okay. Snoop. But it wasn't called that at first. We just had a bunch of people from LBC, from the LBC on there, like, you know, mm-hmm. Daz Corrupt, Badass, you know, the Eastsiders. We had all these people. Yeah. And then I went to Snoop's house to do another song, and we came up with the song we from the lbc okay and i'm like all right that's that became the concept for the oh, album man. Oh, hey, so, that's hard. yeah yeah that's i think that was my bigger break i mean i produced the album for mac dre oh i think man. it was in, right when he got out of federal prison he was in lompoc usp the prison Damn. i went to oh y'all right after he died. Yeah. yeah i was in the same unit he was in so i think the first album i put out was the mac dre album you did the whole album production me and um Big Hollis. We, Big we Hollis. co-produced that okay, album. Yeah, yeah. Big Hollis. So we co-produced that album for Mac Dre. Mm. Um, so that was the first album. How was that experience? It was awesome. Mac Dre was one of the coolest dudes I ever met. Like, oh, you know, yeah. was, I hear that all the time. Yeah, he was... So do you, you guys were the people that were bringing Mac Dre during the 90s? Uh, he, I know he was he, out here a lot. Yeah, he was coming out here on his own accord and he worked with people. He worked with like Hogboss and them too. Okay, so, so he, he worked, worked with Hog, different yeah, people. Okay. Um, but we worked with him as well mm. and we had a good relationship. Um, and then working with him was cool, man. He was, you know, friendly, mm. you know, he let us come in and hang out with the studio. Every time he came out, he'd call me. Yeah. Like, dope. what's up, man? I'm out here. What you doing? Just want to check on you. Right. I was like, all right. No, so he, we, he, we were good friends. So, um, after the Matt Dre album, I had these songs, um, put together for the Snoop album. And then mm. once Snoop did that week from the LBC, I'm like, that's it right there. That's this album's called yeah. Week from the LBC. And he was at the studio. At the at dog house. Yeah. Is we, it the dog house? It was the uh, dog house. Dog house. Yeah. yeah in the studio in, in, in uh, Claremont, California. Um, That's then, when it, when he was with No Limit? Is this Yeah, it time? was like he was in No Limit. Yep. Yeah, I remember um, that. So the last song we did was called A Little More Dope to Smoke. And okay. then we did a video for that. But that completed the album. Mm. And I put it out, went and got a record deal. Mm. Signed a deal with Bayside. Um, and you know, that album was doing well. I mean, I got a plaque for it. I mean, I think it... Made about seven hundred fifty thousand or something, but I went to jail, mm. so you know I didn't get a you know a lot of my money got seized and everything. But uh, I think that was my biggest break when I got that deal, because then now I'm open to do whatever I want. Oh, do you think that do you think that's played a role in you getting in trouble, like that you were that close to putting Utah in a real industry 
position. I like, think it did. I mean, for the local authorities the, here, they're not used to that. So, yeah. you know, I think that put the crosshairs on me because, mm. you know, this is the, this is the time when the hip hop police was coined. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, so that's huge. the local authorities and federal authorities across the nation were prosecuting mm. rappers and rap yeah. moguls and record companies. Facts. So you see some local authorities here, they see this happening here. They get a hard on for me because they're like, oh, we can make a name out of this. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like hip hop police, Utah. Is that, yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> I think that put the crosshairs on me. Um, did that did that type of stuff come up in your case? Uh, not to jump forward and everything. I, I, so did that type of stuff come up in your case that like you were going to studios and you were hanging with different artists and stuff it did. Like I mean they 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 tied me to every gang of every rapper I worked with. <laughs> I was a Crip. I was a Blood. I was this. I was a Barry or whatever a Barry a Crip is. Well, I don't even exist. Oh, but okay. it, they were saying that at trial, so they yeah. used all the East Side logos from Snoop's label. They used all these different, the outlaws, all these different, um, you know, symbols saying mm. I, this was a gang I was affiliated with. Mm. They used the lyrics against me, you know, everything yeah. hip hop related. They did that to scare the jury. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. So how long did you have your run before they hooked you in? I had a good run. I think all, all the way until 2002. You know, okay. I started in the mid 90s, so. So you got a good run. <laughs> but I was just getting in the game. It took yeah. that long to get in, to, right. to get solidified where I can actually have a deal. I can go produce whoever I want. And I had the budget. I had the, you know, the network. You know, we had everyone from, you know, we had Eminem's content. I went and worked with D12, um, met, met with met with Bazaar at his hotel, and we were just getting ready to do a song with Eminem. I got back from there, and that's when everything kicked off. That's homegrown Utah business stuff. Yeah. Like you, well, you're from here, born and raised. Born and raised. Dope. And what part of Utah? I was all over. I was in Salt Lake City, um, West Valley, Midvale. You know, mm. when you're in housing projects, you know they bounce you around. Mm. Okay, so you came up from the housing projects. Yeah. Okay, man, that's dope. That's dope. That's real hip hop, man. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that about you. They know you just for like the 55 years. You know, like not saying that you didn't do crazy, because I've seen mad interviews about the hip hop part. But most people, when I talk to them about welding, they say, "Oh, 55 years," and you know, so how did my nickname? <laughs> I, I, I could tell, man. I could tell. A lot of people always bring go straight to that. So I wanted to make sure that because we started this platform to give people like you, you know what I mean, uh, that that time to get on here and, and, and spit your piece, you know what I mean, and, and relax and talk to the culture. This is a culture based podcast. You feel me? This isn't CNN. I know how you get down, man. You on national broadcasts and live and you did what were you just doing some prison reform stuff right yeah we're just um we've been advocating for uh what's called the first step back mm. and it would um fix the statute that got me 55 years okay um, i know we're jumping ahead but this bill and there's four it gets rid of three strikes for drug offenders okay in the federal system. yeah we need to get rid of that um, it expands good time you know, it does a lot of things. It's the biggest reform we've had since, like, 1970. Okay. So it's historic. And we've been working with everyone from Kim Kardashian oh. to uh, Senator Mike Lee to the mm. White House. I went to the White House um, for a prison reform summit. And I even met Jeff Sessions, got a selfie with him in some video. And, you know, he's completely the opposite of everything we're trying to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we was in there. President Trump gave us a platform. He let us, uh, like, there was, like, 30 of us who had been to the feds. Sitting mm. in the White House, Damn. mingling with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, and <laughs> so you know it was a crazy <laughs> yeah. experience. I'm sitting there like it was you know surreal, wow. felt like a dream. That's crazy. So you know we're working with all the movie producers, all these people that have come together for this cause, and we put them all together, and we're likely to see some reform in probably a week. Okay, so you guys <clears> are getting this bill signed immediately, and it's historic. Too. You just got back right from D.C. <clears throat> yep. Oh, so this is current, very current. 
Yeah, I'll probably be back there in like a week. Oh <laughs> man, I bet that's that's I have it has to be crazy to go from sitting in prison, you know, with the fifty five, big fifty five over your head to now being out doing small podcasts and hanging and you know, I know you got your sons and just family. So how does how does that feel, man? Like I Without going all crazy, like how did that feel coming out and knowing that you're gonna get back to it was the dreams. bag? Like I didn't. The, how I got out was crazy because we filed for a petition to President Obama. Okay. We had everyone supporting my petition. We had Alicia Keys promoting my petition on her website. Mm-hmm. We had, um, uh, you know, the lady from Titanic, um, mm-hmm. Bonnie Raitt, Grammy award-winning musician. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of people. Senator Mike Lee, Rand Paul. Corey Booker, all these people advocating for my release, mm-hmm. and nothing was happening. So um, the Koch brothers actually picked up my cause, which was crazy. You the, know what I'm the who? Koch brothers. The Koch brothers, like yeah, the they're Coca-Cola? like the no K O C H. They were the, the the sixth richest men in the world. Oh my God! The Koch, really? every like the, the liberals on the left think they're like the boogeyman. You know what oh I mean? okay. Um, they're you know right wing conservative donors, but they got in the criminal justice space. Damn. And they're crazy. worth like forty eight million apiece. Wow. Forty eight billion. Sorry. 48 billion. Put some respect on the billion. Six richest men in the world, right? And so when they picked up my cause, I yeah. was like, whoa. I, mean, yeah. I never thought they would support someone like me. But, yeah. um, you know, they joined that with Mike Lee and all these celebrities and people that fight to get me out. Dope. We put enough pressure on me. Yeah. And, you know, I got word I might be getting out. And then one day they told me to roll up and, like, you're, you're out of here. And it was just dreamy from that day on. And I never stopped. Like, the day I got out, I hit the ground running. I've been all over the country traveling, making documentaries, you know, mm. uh, doing everything, being yeah. on all these news programs, going to the White House, going to meet with members of Congress. So that's um, crazy. And now we finally, we're accomplishing something that we've been fighting for since 2004. Because mm. that's when you got locked up, 2004. Mm-hmm. So you were like, tell, tell what was going through your head when, when you got locked up and you seen the evidence against you? What, what was that? Well, the evidence against me was bullshit. Okay. It was just an informant's word. It was just an informant's word. You know, they set me up. Um, you know, they knew I was doing music. I was about to blow up. Um, they sent this informant on me. Mm-hmm. You know, he set me up with some weed sales. They couldn't get anything else off me. After I told him, quit calling me. I'm getting checks for my weed from the LBC album, my Mac Dre album. I'm getting like yeah. 30, 40 Pop. G's a month. Right. You know, it's going good. I'm saying, stop calling me. They're like, and I said, I'm done. So six months after I sold him the weed, they went and amended the police reports mm-hmm. to include now, oh, he saw a gun during each of the transactions. That takes my case from probation state level to federal facing 55 to 105 years. Damn. <clears throat> so the evidence didn't scare me, but what scared me was the government's resilience and, and the government's insistence that I spend the rest of my life in prison. Mm. And this is the federal government, not the yeah. state. Yeah, there's this no is parole. The, right. There's no chance. I didn't understand this because I never had the interaction with the federal what system. What is it, like 98%? It's 85, but 85? when you're doing 50 years, that's still 47 years, so it's really nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> So, you know, the evidence, you know, wasn't really scaring me. It was the government's, you know, insistence that I spend the rest of my life in prison. Yeah. Like, they did not want to let me out. There was, like, no way. So, that's what worried me. And then when I went to trial and the jury believed the informant, I was convicted. Mm. And I was standing before my judge on sentence. So, you took it to trial. You were like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, this is some bullshit. Yeah. I got lawyers. I got the best lawyers, probably, I, I, I suppose. And was Snoop Dogg in your case, or how was that? Yeah, there was. Um, the government subpoenaed a bunch of rappers, tried to get rappers to testify. No one showed up. Ain't no one gonna do that. You yeah. know what I mean, um, so badass. He he came to testify on my behalf as a Dope. character witness. Yeah, so that was like cool. as a, as a friend, and like, it was funny too because you know he had the courtroom rolling. <laughs> they tried to flip him up, but you know. Um, so, but at sentencing after trial, you know, 
when I knew I was getting the 55 years, you know, that was something I never thought could happen in America. Yes. Um, and when he actually said it, you know, I went completely numb. But at the end of his sentence, after he said that, he said, I call on the president to commute your sentence. Mm. So that is what stopped me from losing my mind. From the gate. From the Who gate. Who was in the office? Uh, Bush? Bush, yes. I, I knew he wouldn't have commuted my sentence, but that's... And I, my case was going to be on appeal for some years, so I knew it would have to be the next president. Mm. And I was hoping, you know, it would have been a Democrat, which yeah. ended up happening. Obama won. You know, he, he was a good president. He was late to jump into the space, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but, he started, he, but he did a lot. Um, so happy for what he did, um, and the policies that he enacted, yeah. um, led to end up leading to my, uh, release. Yeah. Cause when I heard about, uh, Obama pardoning you, I was like, wow, I was like, damn, dreams do, do come true. Cause I voted for Obama too, man. So I was, yeah. cause my birthday's November 4th. So I'm right there every time. You know what I mean? So I was honored to be able to say, I seen Obama, a black president that my grandma, great grandma, they probably never even, you know. Past their mind to yeah. ever say they're gonna see a black it was president. Awesome. In prison, when we seen them get elected, like dudes, grown you men guys were tearing up. Oh, they were tearing dudes, up. The tears were coming. They're looking like, "What's <laughs> yeah. up, blood?" Like yeah. you know, they're crying to like that. What's up, homie? Yeah. I'm just like, "Oh man, we all like, don't worry, we all got tears right now." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because but we we a lot of people felt like the gates were just gonna come down when he was yeah. elected. It didn't happen that way. You know, some just the nature of politics yeah, just, prevented yeah. that from happening. But you've so, seen a change. And yeah, we did see some change. Hope, he did some good. Yep. Hope and is, he 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 helped thousands of people. And not. the policies that he changed in the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. you know, eventually was the reason why I'm out now. Yeah. So, no, I was gonna say that. You know, yeah. it was amazing. And that, you know, I wish he could have got a third term. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, a lot of people. I hear that a lot. Uh, so, mm-hmm. do you think with the pardon that was it like a draw or a pick of the hat? How do you feel? Like, well, do you think that they really sat down and talked to Obama and said, "Who well, are you?" How does that work? This is what happens. You file for a um, pardon, right? Or oh, okay. commutation of sentence. You file it to the Department of Justice. Okay. It's the Office of Pardon Attorney. Now the problem is the Department of Justice are the ones that prosecuted you, mm. so you're asking them to look at their own cases to look for their own mistakes. Mm. They don't like doing that, they so they do rarely that. grant it. Right. Um, but the DOJ was ordered by the president and the attorney general yeah. to, you know, to look into these cases and give them, you know, he wanted to do a couple thousand. Um, oh, so they did a handful, the thousands. I think it was like 1,700, so that's a lot. more that's than a lot president. of people, yeah. yeah no, I think since, sure. like, since like the 50s. And were they all like petty, misdemeanors? No, they were like mostly drug offenders. Some people offenders. had guns even. Like there was some serious ones, but that wasn't the standard for... Um, for reviewing these cases was based on, you know, the person's prior, how they've conducted themselves in prison, and mm-hmm. what the sentence they would have gotten today. Like, if they've been prosecuted today, would their sentence be lower? And mm-hmm. if it would be lower, then, you know, we'll grant them clemency. Right, that's um, My case is a little different. It would have been lower, but I had my judge saying, if I had the power, mm-hmm. I would have given him, given him a sentence where he would have been out. Like, when I filed in 2012, I think he sent a letter in 2016. Yeah. He said, "Had I said had the power to mm-hmm. give him a just sentence, he would be free right now." Yeah, the now. judge, the judge was riding for you. Man. Yeah, he uh, even quit over it. Yeah, like, I seen that. And he's yeah. a, f- a lifetime federal judge with that. a salary of like 200000 a year. Yeah, so, that was crazy. He just, so he quit over that. So it, um, that I think he's that, riding for you, man. Yeah, you, and your sister too. Yeah, your sister, man. I seen that. I was, I was, I was, I was proud. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so. One thing about Weldon is he's turning over rocks that uh, people have no idea. You know what I mean? From the music to your 55 years over your head. You know what I'm saying? And Senator Mike Lee, right? Okay. He was actually a prosecutor in the office while I was being prosecuted, which oh, is ironic. Sure. Yeah. But he didn't agree with my sentence. So when he got out and ran for the Senate, 
he said, this is something I want to fix. And he's been using my case to um, basically push for this bill. Because under this bill, you know, the feds couldn't have threatened me with 55 or 100 years. Yeah. I probably would have got a couple of years and that's it. So, mm. you know, he's been, I've been kind of the poster child for this yeah. bill. That's, and man, you, you have to be honored to do, you know, be yeah. in the position that you're in. Especially and, uh, with someone that, you know, Senator Mike Lee, he's, you know, um, you know, he actually treats me as a friend. He sends me messages on Messenger and we oh, talk all the time. Nice. Like, yeah. you know, so he treats me like a friend and mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's kind of changed my outlook on things. You know? mm. That's hard, man. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot, especially the youth, you know what I mean? Uh, I think the youth will most definitely be able to look into you, do their research, and learn a lot. You know what I mean? Because, uh, as I said, I was a kid when, 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 when you got in trouble and everything, but I looked up to you, dog. Like, I, there's only a couple of people that I could say. It was like, you were one of them. Because I'm like, damn, this dude just had multiple CDs. I thought they went platinum, you know? Was, we're just young. They did sell a lot. I mean, I they did. They did, yeah. Sold because, you know, I went to prison and other people took over. And mm. then I, they kind of, you know, so kept everything. Like, people screwed me over and went to jail. You know, a lot of my record sales, you know, the way things went down when I was in jail, yeah. it was fucked up. So I don't even really know the true count of how much we did sell, but I know it sold a lot. Dope. I, I bet I bet if you go back and you do your like you know look over the numbers and everything you're up there with uh, everybody else you are you are you you're, you went platinum man you know what I mean and I, I always wondered that that's so that's why I asked the question here tonight is like how did you feel about that because I always like if he would have popped you're like oh I don't want to say a Suge Knight because I don't think you were like trying to you know be like move like Suge Knight or nothing but that's the statue of I look at you, man, like you have put in a lot of work and I think the youth needs to know that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and if, if it wasn't for my case, mm. th this bridge to Salt Lake would have been completed because, you know, I just released the album of Snoop, you know, he's on the cover of my album, we got a movie coming out where I brought the dog pound out here, we filmed out here, We I still got the footage to some of that, we got yeah. dads out here smoking, representing Salt Lake, I got him to shout out Salt Lake in songs, um, and I just signed uh, Napoleon of the Tupac Outlaws. You know, I, I signed the, some a badass from the Dog Pound. We signed Dante, so I got this movie coming out. You know, we're repping everything. We've got Salt Lake in it. It's part of everything I'm doing. Mm. Um, and things are just going. You know, yeah. we were ready to do a song with Eminem. You know, oh. we had it would have been over. It was over. It was I, over. I just went on tour with Snoop, and we were there with Jay Z. <laughs> and we were getting connections to everybody. Crazy. There was no one we didn't have access to. Mm. You know, we had the budget, we had the network, and just they just snatched me up at the. Worst time ever. Man, I know. And it's like, people people talk a good game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear about people like, oh, I'm putting on for the lake. I'm putting on for the city. I see this. You're up there with Larry H. Miller, bro. You are. You know, we, if there's a, a Mount Rushmore of hip-hop, anybody, you are up there for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I, I, I as I said, I'm honored to have you come down and do this with us. It's a Cloud Talk podcast. Uh, we started this from the bottom. You know, you see our setup. Yeah. This is well, my no man problem, Salon. Man. This is where hair gets done. This is where get your line up, get your fade right. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just love, you know. So I appreciate you coming down here. If, is there any last words that you would want to get out to the public and uh, pop? Nah, man. Just tell social media. Everyone to stay tuned, man. We got you know mm -hmm. some projects coming up. Got my documentary. Okay. It's co-produced by Mark Wahlberg's production company. Okay. Unrealistic ideas. Nice. Um, there's gonna be a soundtrack to that that follows. Um, we're gonna have a docu series that comes after that. Um, starting my own nonprofit organization to uh, work on cannabis reform. Okay. Nationwide. Got a lot of things coming in the works. Dope, dope. So what? So um, 
My bad. To go back. No, go but what? So when you said that they have a prop, what was you telling me earlier? You're doing a bill in D.C. What's that bill about? Oh, the bills for criminal justice reform. Okay, that's for criminal yeah. justice. Next, we're going to be pushing cannabis reform. Oh, federally. okay. Because yeah, we talked. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. So can you give us a little rundown on that? Okay. Well, there's something called the States Act. Okay. And it's being pushed by a, the um, Republican senator of Colorado. And basically, it's going to lift the federal ban on cannabis. So any state that has any marijuana laws on the books, they're mm -hmm. federally legal as well. You can use the mailing system, the banking system. And basically, it'll remove it from you know the federal uh, criminal code. No. And that's um, really all it is. Cause like once the they state, do that, it's over. Because you yeah. I'm a states' rights person, and I'm also against the criminalization of cannabis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it, cannabis is safer than what you just took a drink, drink of. You know Fact. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the people shouldn't be going, we, be going to jail for it. Yeah, and, and we and, drink every... Uh, people drink and go crazy, and people drink all the time. We drink responsibly, you know what I'm saying, at this podcast. And can, cannabis criminalization mostly targets minorities. Exactly. Because it gives police... Uh, a reason. The authority to say, I smell marijuana, let me search your car. They yeah. use that as cause. all the time when they don't even smell One time a cop told me he seen a pipe in my door. I said, come on, I kept the pipe in the door... And he looked, I was like, come yeah, on, I've been pulled up I smell, I smell marijuana, let me search your car. And there's, they don't find that, they're like, Nothing. you must have smoked it earlier. Yeah. Like, fool, I don't smoke weed. Yeah, you especially now, yeah. you're like, nigga, what are you doing? But So do yeah. they bother you? You feel like, they are, do you just... I haven't been messed with it all. No, because you're pardoned, you're Obama they, state. They better not mess with me too, because back then I wasn't really connected. So did you get a now lawsuit? Is there, there's nothing... Nothing, there's nothing. There's nothing no that you can get, just your freedom... That's and, it. I gotta take my freedom and be happy with it. <laughs> that's good enough at this point, right? Yeah. You, you clearly did way more than enough time. Way sir. more. I should only done like probation or six months wow. at the most. Damn. Under state law, that's what I would have gotten. Wow. And even my prosecutor's boss acknowledged that later on that I would have probably gotten six months. That's crazy, man. Like that is ridiculous. And uh, you have some big players behind you, man. So you know, do you think you're gonna meet Meek Mill over this reform? Uh, the the organization I work with, Cut Fifty, actually works directly with Meek Mill. Dope. So we'll probably at one point get him involved in our um, documentary, as well oh. as Common. Okay. My buddy uh, Scott Budnick, he produced the Hangover movies, mm. and he works closely with Common and John Legend. Yeah. And John Legend and Common are huge on criminal justice. They reform. are. Yeah. They, they go to prisons. Yeah. Common goes and raps and does concerts at prisons. Yeah. So, All like, the time, yeah. so we have to have them a part of this project because yeah. they're they're exactly what we what were doing. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and what you have done clearly, you've done the time. You've, uh, yeah. And uh, recently, I don't know if you've seen it. We um, just submitted a letter to Congress, and me and Van Jones' organization, Cut Fifty, garnered a bunch of celebrity support. We got um, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, um, Chelsea Handler, Mark Cuban. Um, just me, Napoleon from the Outlaws, mm -hmm. a couple of my friends that produce movies. Uh, one Scott Budnick and the other one is Brad Furman. He did okay. like Infiltrator and yeah. um, the new Johnny Depp movie coming out. So we got all these celebrities to sign a letter to Congress to support this bill. Mm. So what's gonna happen? I'm pretty sure. We're, I mean, especially with Trump in there, he's a celebrity and, himself. And Trump said he's gonna sign it. He's, he's gonna sign Trump, it. So. Yeah. One thing about Trump, because we we're, we're fifty fifty, you know, over here. Like, <clears> we don't like Trump's antics, but we do understand Trump is pushing an agenda of his own. He's, he's, he's making he said changes. he's going to legalize cannabis. Yeah, I mean, he's, making, he's making changes. Promise, so so I, this, we didn't start this podcast to be like, oh, Trump. No, no, no. we're hip hoppers. We're still going to be able to be free thinkers and, right. you know, and, 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 and talk that shit. This is a cloth talk. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't so, care about what he does. If you're going to do something good, right. I'll accept it. Exactly. That doesn't mean I Especially support everything when it helps. else you do. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it helps the, the growth of what I'm doing and what I believe in. You know yeah. what I mean? 
So yeah. even if his intentions aren't good, if <laughs> yeah. you're going to reform the system that's going to help people like me, then I'm all for it. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. And he's going to do it, you know, like Obama, like, oh, pardoned you already. You know, like, that probably was like, what the fuck? Like, so you just really signed a bill, yeah, you know? Yeah, he did like, a lot. Obama did a lot. I mean, and did you meet Obama? No, that's... I want to, though. <laughs> okay, Obama's not, okay. So did you get to go to the White House after? Or they just let no, you out, let White you breathe? under Trump. See, under Trump. Yeah, okay. I was in the White House with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. And, um, for the, so this President Trump was there, but... And did you just barely go to the White House when you were just in the summer? Oh, it was in the summer time? Yeah. Oh, dope, dope. And you still do hip-hop conventions. Huh. I seen you with Snoop. With Where South by at? Southwest. South by Southwest. I brought Snoop Dogg and uh, the Coke brothers together for a criminal justice panel. That's fucking gangster. Because you know you got that's how you got to make change. You got to get the people together who agree on. One oh, thing. you put Snoop and the Coke brothers together. Yep. Wow. And everyone went crazy like, whoa. Cause this so you're is right back. when Snoop did the video where he put the fake gun to Trump's head. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember then, that. So the Coke brothers, you know, they mostly do Republican, you know. Okay. Stuff. So they were getting calls from Republicans saying, don't mess with Snoop. Don't go there. Yeah, he's wild. They're like, no. They said, you know what? We may not support him on that, but we support on, on, on criminal justice reform. We're going to work with them. Damn. Did you, could, could you ever imagine that you were that, like, big? Like, did you always know that you were going to do something big, but not, like, I felt it, but I just didn't know. You didn't know that it was going to be, like, to this degree. Because yeah. I feel like you moved a lot of mountains that, like, just seemed so almost unreal. And when I tell people, like, about you and your story and, like, that me and you kind of have a good relationship, throughout the whole time, once you got out, I reached out to you, you know, and I told you, hey, man, whoop, whoop, wham, we're going to work soon. I don't know when. And you were like, well, I got the documentary. Send me some producers. I got you some local producers. And... You know that that's what I do. You know that's what I do. And I, I still want some. So I mean, when we yeah. get to that point. So. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm all, I've always I'm been all trying board. to give people opportunities from yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It's just up to them to take it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've always, so you, from the gate, even my beginning of my career, I always tried to involve people that were from here. Were yeah, local, because you're local, and <clears throat> it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It just makes sense. That's why we're drinking all local. I'm drinking, and my my staff is drinking. You know, this is a different one. We usually take shots and. Talk the bullshit, but this was a real. I, I had to get my CNN on, you know, because I was like, "This is a." You big got your Van Jones on. Yeah. Oh, Van Jones. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh, more like uh, Dick Gregory. Okay. No, <laughs> Van Jones, my man, though. So oh man. Okay. Well, wait. Well, shout out to Van. He's man. one of the most articulate speakers Dope. on this too. So lit, lit, and you met a lot of like different players in the game so far since you've been out. How long have you been out? Um, two and a half years. Damn, it's only been two <clears throat> years, huh? Yeah. And you've done all this. Just, that has to be uh, wonderful when you wake up you think I was locked up 55 years over my head and now I'm going to the Trump White House administrative party I was going to get out of and Obama party I was going to get out of 78 years old wow 78 yeah. you would have still turned up though I know it I, I don't see think it I would have survived it do you not think that they got in there the health care it's horrible is that, where, is that what the prison up. is that what the prison uh, re- reform is about like getting no, we're just trying to get people out before oh, so they people die of old age. Okay. <laughs> we're just trying to get them out so they don't have to die of old age. Right, <laughs> right, right. No, that makes sense. So so pretty much the, the prison reform is to get people out like you that are serving time for Yeah, or bullshit. to stop them from going in in the first place. Is we, okay. we don't want... That's what I mean. Like this bill, it yeah. had, had it been passed back then, they mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to threaten me with 100 years. They would have had to give me just a normal plea offer like everyone else gets. Mm-hmm. There were people in a related case had the same charges as me. They offered them five years each. And same choice. Actually, they were repeat offenders, and they had their charges were even worse than mine. And you said they'll come in and out. They were right there in the same case. They offered five. They offered me fifteen. I'm like, 
It's because I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to make an example out right. of me. Right. You're popping. You're a celebrity. So they wanted to so, make an example. And they just threw you in out there. They didn't know. Did, so did you do like gin pop? Is that what this Like you went and did hard time. It's not like. Yeah. They said like Bill Cosby. You know what no, I mean? No, like, I went to a, a high security prison like in Southern California. Oh, so. you were in Southern California. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy, man. I was in there rapping Forte. Came oh, rapping Forte? That's yeah, the I was, in, I was in the same uh, unit as Mac Dre. You, you was in the same so. unit? Because I heard that before that you was in the same unit with Mac Dre. That's crazy. That's the unit so that he true. was in. And he ended up dying. Mac Dre died. I was still in the county waiting to go to prison. And I heard the news and I was sick. Wow. Because that's your boy. Yeah, Mac Dre. Did you see him in there? No, no, I'm saying uh, there was the unit that Mac Dre did his time in. I ended up going to that unit. Oh, okay. Dude's in there. We're homies. There was Barry, a big yeah, unit. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. So like, hey, that's. You're Mac Dre's homie? They're like, oh, this this is the unit he was in. I was like, really? Yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy, man. I know you were probably like, okay, when is this going to end? <laughs> he was just like a roller coaster that just didn't seem. a long time, man. Every, I thought I kept having hope, and then it just got crushed. Mm. Just every time, man. Every time. Every time I had an appeal or opportunity to get out, I got denied. Because you did 13 and a half, right? No, I just just under 13. It's like 12 years, 10 months. Wow. For some damn week. For some damn weed. When everybody's propping, yeah, everybody's propping everything. Now I'd be considered an entrepreneur. Yeah, so what do you do? Because you, know you know the market. I'm Cuban. a felon now. I'm a felon oh, right now. But other shit. people with, with with cannabis, even with guns, are entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that cloth talk. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because now you would be able to go contact Snoop, go contact Mark Cuban, these, these, these figures, and instantly be multi. And now that you have a felony, they probably don't want to work with you or... They can't well, yeah, well, the, the industry in, in Utah name. precludes felons from being in the industry. In California, that we they're changing that. They're mm. making sure that minorities and uh, those that have a felony in the record can actually get in the industry. And we're getting in the industry. We're doing it regardless of the Utah law. We're, we're getting in the industry. Dope. That's dope. And then do you see that, like, soon? Like, that Utah will be able to smoke? Well, we're going to work. We're, yeah, yeah. Because we be asking all the... <laughs> we're gonna, asking we're working to reform the laws here as well to change it. Because Do you think they will, well Because it's like, you were like the face of, you know, Prop 2 that was just happening during this election type thing. To me, I don't know. I, I might be wrong. But I felt like, it was like, that's well, this, like, that's well, well some people were using my story to say, yeah, you know, do something about facts. this. But, um, yeah, what we end up with after Prop 2, the compromise, it's not... The best bill, it's not the worst. If if there was no compromise, there would be no flower, no access to flower. The the the, the um elements list would be so small. So I think we still gotta win and we just need to keep chipping away and, and improving it. Hmm. Dope. And if Trump lists the federal ban, then the yeah. hell with the state. Oh uh, yeah, because the federals mm. was coming in and, and hammering. People. That's what's limiting states is the federal ban. Hell yeah, man. Well shit, man. I alright, we gonna wrap it up, man. Hey, you did man. Thank you for all this cloth talk, man. I appreciate yeah, it, homie. Like, real talk, man. Like, as I said, I, I'm honored, man. So, we're going to get some music from you. Get this new music. I hope you have something on the, uh, you know, the documentary. And sure. let's keep it popping, man. So, Salt Lake City, you got it right Salt here. Cloth talk. <laughs> they ain't hearing it like this, boy. They ain't hearing it. They got welded in the building talking that cloth talk. Let's go. Facto, good looking, man. Hell yeah. We gotta get you back in too, cause you got more to say. To say. And I didn't wanna, you know, have it, have it, have it, have it too long, but. No, that's cool. I think what you do. And where can you find your music at? Um, they got some, some of it's on iTunes. Um, I know the Weed from the LBC album's on like all the 
different apples. Yeah, and okay. We should we should do it again when my documentary comes out. Yeah, let's do it again. Maybe yeah. you can come to where we're screening. Yeah, I want to be in the documentary. You gotta have somebody like me, dog. I'm like your number one fan. Dog. We're gonna do a series that pops off after. You know what I mean, put me in there. Action! I'll be like one of the homies. That's what the movie like, you want a part in the movie. Yeah, I want a part. So what happens shit. is two years after the documentary comes out, they're gonna start doing the motion picture. I don't know if they're going to be filming it out here, but yeah. I don't know. I won't be able to be in it, <laughs> but I'm still going to get paid now. Why not? I may, maybe, maybe I could be like, you know, one of the... You could be with me. You could know, be one <laughs> you of the... You could just ride in the car. I just watch out for the We just look over it. No, I signed away my, the rights, my life rights. Oh, so you so don't do that. Basically, I wrote a script. The, my book is a mm-hmm. script. I signed away the life rights to my book. Wow. So now they can take it, and as long as it's, it's within the parameters of my story, they can use it any way they want. So, I signed it, but they, they have to give you my life rights. When they when, when they do the movie, they're gonna cash you out. Yeah, they're gonna give me. Um, I think it's one to two point five percent of the total budget. So if the budget's like thirty million, then I get like two percent of the thirty million dollar budget. Hey, let's get our picture uh, for our thumbnail. Let's take it over here. Need the mic? Huh? Need the mic? Cool. Whatever, man. Whatever we need to do. Hell yeah, man. Cool. Okay, one more. How's the lighting? Okay. It's good. Is it cool? Cause it's probably we put this in your favor. You would, oh that's cool. I like that's it. It's kinda bright. Oh yeah, that's alright. He said <clears> it's kinda bright. No, that's <laughs> cool. That looks that's cool. Oh, here, this one. Send me a copy of it. Whatever you need to do, <clears throat> man, turn on the real light or whatever, man. I don't so like the real light. <laughs> that's cool. that's you don't cool. like the real light? You I hate just don't like it all on my face. Huh? It's like all getting me. That looks good. You though. hate real light, huh? Yeah, his probably came out a little better, huh? No, I didn't get one. Oh, no? Let's get one. But this, one this more? Way. Yeah. I like, I like oh, my light this angle. That's a little better. I like my light to this angle, actually, so. That's cool, whatever. That's probably a better. Yeah. I didn't have pictures with you in the club. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Those are horrible pictures. I was learning <laughs> the horrible. Okay. Are you drunk? <laughs> no. One, two, three. Okay. Oh, your eyes closed. One more right here. One, two. Okay, one, two, three. I like that lighting better. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. That shit was hard too. Yeah, send me some copies. Oh, we got you. We're going to send it to you right now. You know what I mean? Get you in shit right now. Any of y'all got a pre roll? Yeah, we got weed right now. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's do it. You want another beer, Frank? I was going to oh, ask okay. you. But... I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. yeah I like you, got, you guys got like a zip on you? Like uh, a buy? I got a zip at the crib. I could get it. No. no I don't I'm just trying to get sweet. I'm not trying to be the next well. You can do racketeering with Rico. I got, I got here with Rico. I don't yeah, know. Rico. You can get racketeering alone, a separate charge, but Rico's like you know the yeah the whole crew. Yeah, it's like yeah, racketeering. I, I think they got hit with Rico too. Did he get yeah, hit with Rico? Yeah, Treyway got hit with Rico. If he gets hit Rico, he's he's, he's fucked. Uh, no bell or nothing. Nah, he, he can, but and it's rare in those situations. Figures out this. Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Welcome to the car. Uh, welcome to the cloud talk. I right, was just doing like a. See the levels, yeah. You, you go back and edit this and cut stuff. Oh, hella, hella edit. Okay. 
You know, yeah. always if I mess up, stop, redo it. Yeah, no, nah, if you mess up, just you know stop, keep going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we edit. We're gonna try, probably try to get like forty five minutes out of it, and then cut it down to like thirty. Okay. Twenty five is a good one. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, so. Are you ready? Yeah. What it do? What it do? It's your boy Lance Amaya. This is another episode of the Cloth Talk Podcast. I got my man with me right here, Weldon. Hey, what's up, Weldon? How you doing? Word up, word up, man. So, let's get it off, man. Let, 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 let the people know what's up, man. Like, what 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 can we do to, to, to let the people know who you are as an artist and as a father and wrap this up into one song? How, how, can, how, how can we make the people understand who you are? Like, what would you go to? What's your go-to? That's what I mean. What's That's my like, go-to? Yeah, what's your go-to? Like, man, I don't know, man. I'm a man of many acts. I'm dope, a criminal dope. justice reform advocate, mm. former music producer, and a filmmaker. Hmm. Okay, so you do films. Mm -hmm. Okay, dope, man. Hell yeah. So when it comes to this music, like, who's your influences? Not to cut you off, but I don't think a lot of people understand, like, when it comes to welding, you're like a legend to me, bro. Like, a super legend. You know, I always looked up to you. And I was like, I thought I knew you. You know what I mean? Like, that's Thanks, how man. close <laughs> up your case and what you've done for Salt Lake City and the world hip-hop, you know what I mean, driven was crazy, man, so before we get into it, this dude is that motherfucking nice, so I appreciate you, and I'm honored to have you on my show, and you came down here, and uh, this is dope, you feel honored me, so, yeah, so, okay, let's go back to it, so, so what was your first break, bro, like, how, 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 did, how did you get, how did you get this hip-hop thing going? Well, when I was in my early teens, you know, I always wanted to make music, um, hip-hop appealed to me because, you know, I grew up in housing projects, really poor, single parent. Um, hip-hop actually made poverty not just okay but popular mm. so that's what got that's me into hard. liking hip-hop I have um, family that are from Tennessee Nashville Knoxville oh. and they were playing um, jazz and country music you okay. know the, the yeah. instrumental like making music for you know um, famous artists mm. so I wanted to get music you know what I'm saying yeah. and hip-hop was my thing um, so I'd say probably when I was about 15, I was traveling to LA a lot. Dope. Um, I ended up just meeting some artists, you know, going to studios out there. We were recording out here, but you know, the production quality wasn't what we were looking Where for. were you guys recording at? at uh, was, what, what, and what year was this? Um, man, I mean, real, I go, we started way back yeah, that's in like what 92. I wanna, okay, 92, 92, okay. you know what I'm saying? 92, 93, 94, you know, the Snoop Dogg and all them people, you know, once that started coming out, I was mm -hmm. like, I want to make music. Mm. Um, so I think it was like 94, we started really writing, trying to record, you know, you know, stuff's coming out horrible, but you know, we're trying. Um, in 95, I started going to LA, so going to LA, going out to the studios out there, and you know, just started running into people, mm. bumping into people, making connections, befriending people. Um, and next thing you know, I was uh, sleeping on Snoop Dogg's couch, you know, yeah, making music, shit. staying in his house till like five in the morning, huh. getting beat by his little six-year-old son at Xbox, <laughs> or was it not Xbox? It was uh, NBA Live. Oh, I think okay. it was like PlayStation, PlayStation One. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I was yeah. just starting out, paying attention, watching people in the studio. I started uh, hanging out with like Daz and, and Corrupt and. Um, Napoleon from the Tupac Outlaws became like one of my best yeah, friends. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, that's. Um, and he still is today. He's like, he's my brother. Like he ain't my friend. He's my brother. Um, so you know, yeah. running with them cats younger on when I was younger, you know, I just started paying attention, listening, learning the industry. Mm -hmm. Daz taught me how to start an independent record label. Oh, Daz taught you how to start that. Yeah, he was leaving Death Row. Okay. So when he was leaving, he was starting his own stuff, mm -hmm. and he was showing me the game. Like this is how you do it. You know, you make more money. 
So, you know, like, all right. So after a few years, I think it was like 98, 99, I started my own record label. Mm. Um, at that time, I'd already been producing and, you know, recording songs with different artists. Yeah. Um, and I actually was uh, working on an album called We From The LBC with okay. Snoop. But it wasn't called that at first. We just had a bunch of people from LB from the LBC on there, like you know, mm -hmm. Daz Corrupt, Badass, you know, the East Siders. We had all these people. Yeah. And then I went to Snoop's house to do another song, and we came up with this song, "We from the LBC." Okay. And I'm like, all right, that's that became the concept for the uh -huh. album. Okay. Uh -huh. so, yeah. Yeah. That's I think that was my bigger break. I mean, I produced the album for Mac Dre. Oh. I think man. it was in, right when he got out of federal prison. He was in Lompoc USP, the prison Damn. I went to. Well, y'all right heard of? Yeah. yeah. I was in the same unit he was in. So I think the first album I put out was the Mac Dre album. You did the whole album production. Me and um, Big Hollis. We, Big we Hollis. I heard it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Big Hollis. So we co-produced that album for Mac Dre. Mm. Um, so that was the first album. How was that experience? It was awesome. Mac Dre was one of the coolest dudes I ever met. Like, oh, you know, yeah. was, was, I hear that all the time. Yeah, he was... So do you, you guys were the people that were bringing Mac Dre during the 90s? Because uh, I know he was out here a lot. Yeah, he was coming out here on his own accord, and he worked with people. He worked with, like, Hogboss and them, too. Okay, so he, he worked, worked with different people. Okay. Um, but we worked with him as well, mm. and we had a good relationship. Um, and then working with him was cool, man. He was, you know, friendly. Mm. You know, he let us come in and hang out with the studio. Every time he came out, he'd call me. Yeah. Like, dope. what's up, man? I'm out here. What you doing? Just want to check on you. Right. I was like, all right, no. So he, we, he, we were good friends. So, um... After the Matt Dre album, I had these songs um, put together for the Snoop album. And then mm -hmm. once Snoop did that We From The LBC, I'm like, that's it right there. That's this hard. album's called yeah. We From The LBC. And he was at the studio at the Dog House. The Dog House. It was a Dog House. Dog House, yeah. yeah it was a studio in, 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 in uh, Claremont, California. Um, that's then, when, it, when he was with No Limit? Is this Yeah, it was like he was in No Limit, yep. yeah. Yeah, I remember um, that. So the last song we did was called A Little More Dope to Smoke, and okay. then we did a video for that, but that completed the album. Mm. I put it out, went and got a record deal, mm. signed a deal with Bayside. Um, you know, that album was doing well. I mean, I got a plaque for it. I mean, I think it made about 750000 or something, but I went to jail, mm. so, you know, I didn't get a, you know, a lot of my money got seized and everything, but uh, I think that was my biggest break when I got that deal, because then now I'm open to do whatever I want. Oh, do you think that, do you think that's played a role in you getting in trouble like that you were that close to putting Utah in a real industry position like. I think it did I mean for the local authorities the, here they're not used to that so yeah. you know I think that put the crosshairs on me because mm. you know this is the this is the time when the hip-hop police was coined you know what I mean that's, yeah, so that's huge. the local authorities and federal authorities across the nation were prosecuting mm. rappers and rap yeah. moguls and record companies Facts. so you see some local authorities here they see this happening here they get a hard on for me because they're like, oh, we can make a name out of this. You yeah, know I mean? like they hit did. Police Utah. Is that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I think that put the crosshairs on me. Um, did that Did that type of stuff come up in your case? Uh, not to jump forward and everything. I, I, so did that type of stuff come up in your case that like you were going to studios and you were hanging with different artists? And it did. Like I mean, they, they, had, they tied me to every gang of every rapper I worked with. <laughs> I was a Crip, I was a Blood, I was this, I was a Barry, whatever a Barry Crip is, that don't even exist, oh, but okay. it, they were saying that at trial, so they yeah. used all the East Side logos from Snoop's label, they used all these different, the Outlaws, all these different, um, you know, symbols saying mm. I, this was a gang I was affiliated with, mm. they used the lyrics against me, you know, everything yeah. hip-hop related, they did that to scare the jury. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, that makes sense. So, how long did you have your run before they hooked you in? I had a good run. I think all all the way till two thousand two. You know, okay. I started in the mid nineties. So, 
So you got to get right <laughs> But I would just get in again. It yeah. that long to get in, to, right. to get solidified where I can actually have a deal. I can go produce whoever I want. And I had the budget. And I had the, you know, the network. You know, we had everyone from, you know, we had Eminem's content. I wouldn't work with D12. Um, met, met with met with Bazaar at his hotel, and we were just getting ready to do a song with Eminem. I got back from there, and that's when everything kicked off. That's homegrown Utah business stuff. Yeah. Like you, where you're from here, born and raised. Born and raised. Dope. And what part of Utah? I was all over. I was in Salt Lake City, um, West Valley, Midvale. You know, mm. when you're in housing projects, you know they bounce you around. Mm. Okay, so you came up from the housing projects. Yeah. Okay, man, that's dope. That's dope. That's real hip hop, man. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that about you. They know you just for like the 55 years, you know? Like, not saying that you didn't do crazy, because I've seen mad interviews about the hip hop part. But most people, when I talk to them about Weldon, they say, oh, 55 years. And, you know, so how did. That's my nickname. (laughs) I can tell, man. I can tell. A lot of people always. Bring go straight to that. So I wanted to make sure that because we started this platform to give people like you, you know what I mean, uh, that that time to get on here and, and, and spit your piece, you know what I mean, and, and relax and talk to the culture. This is a culture based podcast. You feel me? This isn't CNN. I know how you get down, man. You on national broadcasts and live and you did what were you just doing? Some prison reform stuff, right? Yeah, we're just um we've been advocating for uh what's called the First Step Act. Mm. And it would um fix the statute that got me fifty five years. Okay. Um, I know we're jumping ahead, but this bill and there's four it gets rid of three strikes for drug offenders okay. in the federal system. Yeah, we need to give it that. It expands good time. You know, it does a lot of things. It's the biggest reform we've had since like nineteen seventy. Okay. So it's historic. And we've been working with everyone from Kim Kardashian oh. to uh, Senator Mike Lee to the mm. White House. I went to the White House um, for a prison reform summit, and I even met Jeff Sessions, got a selfie with him in some video. And, you know, he's completely the opposite of everything we're trying to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we was in there. President Trump gave us a platform. He let us, uh, like, there was like 30 of us who had been to the feds sitting mm. in the White House, Damn. mingling with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. and <laughs> So, you know, it was a crazy <laughs> yeah. experience. I'm sitting there like it was, you know, surreal, wow. like a dream. That's crazy. So, you know, we're working with all the movie producers, all these people that have come together for this cause, and we put them all together, and we're likely to see some reform in probably a week. Okay, so you guys are getting this bill signed immediately. And it's historic. Too. And you just got back, right, from D.C.? <clears throat> yep. Oh, so this is current, very current. Yeah, I'll probably be back there in like a week. <laughs> oh man, I bet that's that's I have it has to be crazy to go from sitting in prison, you know, with the fifty five, big fifty five over your head, to now being out doing small podcasts and hanging and you know, I know you got your sons and just family. So how does how does that feel, man? Like uh, without going all crazy, like how did that feel coming out and knowing that you're gonna get back to it was the dreams. bag? Like I didn't the, how I got out was crazy because we filed for a petition to President Obama. Okay. We had everyone supporting my petition. We had Alicia Keys promoting my petition on her website. We mm-hmm. had, um, uh, you know, the lady from Titanic, um, mm-hmm. Bonnie Rayett, Grammy award-winning musician. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a lot of people, Senator Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Cory Booker, all these people advocating yeah. for my release, mm-hmm. and nothing was happening. So um, the Koch brothers actually picked up my cause, which was crazy. You know the, the who? Coke Brothers. The Coke Brothers? Like yeah, they're like the Coca-Cola? No. K-O-C-H. They're the, the, the sixth richest men in the world. Oh, my God. The Coke, every, like the, the liberals on the left think they're like the boogeyman. You know what oh, I mean? okay. Um, they're you know, right-wing conservative donors, but they got in the criminal justice space. Damn. And they're crazy. worth like $48 million a piece. Wow. $48 billion, sorry. $48 billion Put some respect piece. on the billion. Six richest men in the world, right? <laughs> so when they picked up my cause, I yeah. was like, whoa. 
I, mm. I never thought they would support someone like me, but yeah. um, you know, they joined that with Mike Lee and all these celebrities and people to fight to get me out. Dope. We put enough pressure on me, yeah. and you know, I got where I might be getting out. And then one day they told me to roll up, and like you're you're out of here. And it was just dreamy from that day on. And I never stopped. Like the day I got out, I hit the ground running. I've been all over the country traveling, making documentaries, you know, mm. uh, doing everything, being yeah. on all these news programs, going to the White House, going to meet with members of Congress. So that's um, crazy. Now we finally, we're accomplishing something that we've been fighting for since 2004. Because mm. that's when you got locked up, 2004. Mm -hmm. So you were like, tell, tell what was going through your head when, when you got locked up and you seen the evidence against you? What, what, what was that? Well, the evidence against me was bullshit. Okay. It was just an informant's From the game. word. It was just an informant's word. You know, they set me up. Um, you know, they knew I was doing music. I was about to blow up. Um, they sent this informant on me. Mm -hmm. You know, he set me up with some weed sales. They couldn't get anything else off me. After I told him, quit calling me. I'm getting checks from my weed from the LBC out, my Mac Dre out. I'm getting like yeah. 30, 40 Pop. G's a month. Right. You know, it's going good. I'm saying, stop calling me. They're like, and I said, I'm done. So six months after I sold him the weed, they went and amended the police reports mm -hmm. to include now, oh, he saw a gun during each of the transactions. That takes my case from probation state level to federal facing 55 to 105 years. Damn. <clears throat> so the evidence didn't scare me, but what scared me was the government's resilience and, and the government's insistence that I spend the rest of my life in prison. Mm. And this is the federal government, not the yeah. state. Yeah, there's no parole. The, right. There's no chance. I didn't understand this because I never had the interaction with the federal what system. What is it, like 98%? It's 85, but 85? when you're doing 50 years, that's still 47 years, so it's really nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> So, you know, the evidence, you know, wasn't really scaring me. It was the government's, you know, insistence that I spend the rest of my life in prison. Yeah. Like, they did not want to let me out. There was, like, no way. So, that's what worried me. And then when I went to trial and the jury believed the informant, I was convicted. Mm. And I was standing before my judge on sentence. So, you took it to trial. You were like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, this is some bullshit. Yeah. I got lawyers. I got the best lawyers, probably, I, I, I suppose. And was Snoop Dogg in your case, or how was that? Yeah, there was. Um, the government subpoenaed a bunch of rappers, tried to get rappers to test me. No one showed up. Ain't no one gonna do that. You yeah. know what I mean, um, so badass. He he came to testify on my behalf as a Dope. character witness. Yeah, so that was like, cool. I was like, there's a friend, and like, it was funny too because you know he had the courtroom rolling. <laughs> they tried <laughs> to flip him up, but you know. Um, so, but at sentencing after trial, you know, when I knew I was getting the 55 years, you know that was something I never thought could happen in America. Um, and when he actually said it, you know, I went completely numb. But at the end of his sentence, after he said that, he said, I call on the president to commute your sentence. Uh, so that is what stopped me from losing my mind. From the gate. From the Who gate. Who was in the office? Uh, Bush? Bush, yes. I, I knew he wouldn't have commuted my sentence, but that's... And I, my case was going to be on appeal for some years, so I knew it would have to be the next president. Uh, and I was hoping, you know, it would have been a Democrat, which yeah. ended up happening. Obama won... You know, he, he was a good president. He was late to jump into the space, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but, he, 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 but he did a lot. Um, so happy for what he did. Um, and the policies that he enacted yeah. um, led to end up leading to my uh, release. Yeah, because when I heard about uh, Obama pardoning you, I was like, wow. I was like, damn, dreams do, do come true. Because I voted for Obama too, man. So I was, because yeah. my birthday's November 4th, so I'm right there every time, you know what I mean? So I was honored to be able to say I seen Obama, a black president, that my grandma, great-grandma, they probably never even, you know, passed their mind. 
to yeah. ever say they're gonna see a black it was president. Awesome. In prison, yeah. when we seen them get elected, like dudes, grown you men guys were tearing up. Oh, they were tearing up. Tears were coming. They're looking like, "What's up, bro?" Like they're trying to take like that. What's up, homie? I'm just like, "Oh man, we all like, don't worry, we all got tears right now." Yeah, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because, but we, we, a lot of people felt like the gates were just gonna come down when he was elected. It didn't happen that way. You know, some just the nature of politics. Yeah, it's just, yeah. That from happening. But you've so, seen a change. And yeah, we did see some change. Hope, we did some good. Yep. Hope and is, he 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 helped thousands of people, and dope. the policies that he changed in the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. you know, eventually was the reason why I'm out now. Yeah, so, no, I was gonna say that. You know, yeah. it was amazing, and that, you know, I wish he could have got a third term. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, a lot of people, I hear that a lot. Uh, so, mm-hmm. do you think with the pardon that was it like a draw or a pick of the hat? How do you feel? Like, well, do you think that they really sat down and talked to Obama and said, "Who well, are you?" How does that work? This is what happens. You file for a um, pardon, right? Or oh, okay. commutation of sentence. You file it to the Department of Justice. Okay, it's the Office of Pardon Attorney. Now, the problem is the Department of Justice are the ones that prosecuted you. Mm. So you're asking them to look at their own cases to look for their own mistakes. Mm. They don't like doing that, they so they rarely grant it. Right. Um, but the DOJ was ordered by the president and the attorney general yeah. to, you know, to look into these cases and give them, you know, he wanted to do a couple thousand. Um, oh, so they did a handful, the thousands. I think it was like seventeen hundred. So that's a lot more that's than any a lot of people. Yeah, yeah no, I think since sure. like since like the 50s and were they all like petty misdemeanors? No, they were like mostly drug offenders. Some people offenders. had guns even. Like there was some serious ones, but that wasn't the standard for. Um, for reviewing these cases was based on you know the person's prior how they've conducted themselves in prison and mm-hmm. what the sentence they would have gotten today like if they've been prosecuted today, would their sentence be lower and if mm-hmm. it would be lower then you know we'll grant them clemency right that's um, my case is a little different it would have been lower but i had my judge saying if i had the power mm-hmm. i would have get him given him a sentence where he would have been out like when i filed in 2012 i think he sent a letter in 2016 yeah. He said, "Had I said had the power to mm-hmm. give him a just sentence, he would be free right now." Yeah, the now. judge, the judge was riding for you. Man. Yeah, he uh, even quit over it. Yeah, like, I seen that. And he's yeah. a, f- a lifetime federal judge with that. a salary of like one hundred eighty thousand, two hundred thousand a year. Yeah, so, that was crazy. Know? He just so he quit over that. So it, um, that I think he's riding for you, man. Yeah, you, and your sister too. Yeah, your sister, man. I seen that. I was, I was, I was, I was proud. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so. One thing about Weldon is he's turning over rocks that uh, people have no idea, you know what I mean? From the music to your 55 years over your head, you know what I'm saying? And Senator Mike Lee, right? Okay. He was actually a prosecutor in the office while I was being prosecuted, which oh, is ironic. Sure. Yeah. But he didn't agree with my sentence. So when he got out and ran for the Senate, he said, this is something I want to fix. And he's been using my case to um, basically push for this bill. Because under this bill, you know, the feds couldn't have threatened me with 55 or 100 years. Yeah. I probably would have got a couple of years and that's it. So, mm. you know, he's been, I've been kind of the poster child for this yeah. bill. That's, and man, you, you have to be honored to do, you know, be yeah. in the position that you're in. Especially and, uh, with someone that, you know, Senator Mike Lee, he's, you know, um, you know, he actually treats me as a friend. He sends me messages on Messenger and we oh, talk all the time. Nice. Like, yeah. you know, so he treats me like a friend and mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's kind of changed my outlook on things. Mm, that's hard, man. Uh, I think a lot of people, especially the youth, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I think the youth will most definitely be able to look into you, do your research, and learn a lot. You know what I mean? Because, uh, as I said, I was a kid when when, when 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 you got in trouble and everything, but I looked up to you, dog. Like, I, there's only a couple people that I could say. I was like, you were one of them. Because I'm like, damn. This dude just had multiple CDs. I thought they went platinum, you know, because we're just young. They did sell a lot. I mean, I they did. They yeah. Sold because, you know, I went to prison and other people took over and mm. then I, they kind of, you know, so kept 
everything. Like people screwed me over and went to jail. You know, a lot of my record sales, you know, the way things went down when I was in jail, yeah. it was fucked up. So I don't even really know the true count of how much we did sell, but I know it sold a lot. Dope. <clears throat> now, that, and I, I bet, I bet, if you go back and you do your, like, you know, look over the numbers and everything, you're up there with uh, everybody else. You are, you are, you 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 went platinum, man. You know what I mean? And I, I always wondered that. That's so. That's why I asked the question here tonight. Is like, how did you feel about that? Because I always like. If he would have popped, you're like, oh, I don't want to say a Suge Knight because I don't think you were like trying to, you know, be like move like Suge Knight or nothing. But that's the statue of I look at you, man. Like you have put in a lot of work, and I think the youth needs to know that. You know, yeah. What I'm and saying? If, if it wasn't for my case, mm. th this bridge to Salt Lake would have been completed because, you know, I just released album Snoop. You know, he's on the cover of my album. We got a movie coming out where I brought the dog pound out here. We filmed out here. We, I still got the footage to some of that. We got yeah. Dad's out here smoking, representing Salt Lake. I got him to shout out Salt Lake in songs. Um, and I just signed uh, Napoleon of the Tupac Outlaws. You know, I, I signed the, some a Badass from the Dog Pound. We signed Dante. So I got this movie coming out. You know, we're repping everything. We've got Salt Lake in it. It's part of everything I'm doing. Mm. Um, and things were just going. You know, we yeah. were getting ready to do a song with Eminem. You know, oh. we had... It would have been over. It was over. It was I, over. I just went on tour with Snoop, and we were there with Jay-Z. <laughs> we were getting connections to everybody. Crazy. There was no one we didn't have access to. Mm. You know, we had the budget. We had the network. And just they just snatched me up at the worst time ever. Man, I know. And it's like, people people talk a good game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear about people like, oh, I'm putting on for the lake. I'm putting on for the city. I see this. You're up there with Larry H. Miller, bro. You are. You know, we uh, there's a, a Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. Anybody, you are up there for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I, 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 as I said, I'm honored to have you come down and do this with us. It's a Cloth Talk podcast. Uh, we started this from the bottom. You know, as you see our setup. Yeah. This is well, my man, Salman. This is where hair gets <clears throat> done. This is where get your line up, get your fade right. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just love, you know? So I appreciate you coming down here. If, is there any last words that you would want to get out to the public and uh, pop? Nah, man, just tell Social media. everyone to stay tuned, man. We got, you know, mm -hmm. some projects coming up. Got my documentary. Okay. It's co-produced by Mark Wahlberg's production company. Okay. Unrealistic Ideas. Nice. Um, there's going to be a soundtrack to that that follows. Um, we're going to have a docu-series that comes after that. Um, starting my own non-profit organization to uh, work on cannabis reform. Okay. Nationwide. Got a lot of things coming in the works. Dope, dope. So what, so... Um, <clears throat> My bad. To go back, no, go but what? So when you were saying that they have a prop, what was you telling me earlier? You're doing a bill in D.C. What's that bill about? Oh, the bills for criminal justice reform. Okay, that's for criminal yeah. justice. Next, we're going to be pushing cannabis reform. Oh, federally. okay. Because yeah, we talked. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. So can you give us a little rundown on that? Okay. Well, there's something called the States Act. Okay. And it's being pushed by a, the a Republican senator of Colorado. And basically, it's going to lift the federal ban on cannabis. So any state that has any marijuana laws on the books, they're mm -hmm. federally legal as well. You can use the mailing system, the banking system. And basically, it'll remove it from you know the federal uh, criminal code. No. And that's um, really all it is. Cause like once the they state, do that, it's over. Because yeah. you know, I'm a states' rights person, and I'm also against the criminalization of cannabis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, I'm with you it, cannabis is safer than what you just took a drink, drink of. You know Fact. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the people shouldn't be going, be going to jail for it. Yeah. And, and we drink every. Uh, people drink and go crazy, and people drink all the time. We drink responsibly. 
You know what I'm saying? At this podcast. And can- cannabis criminalization mostly targets minorities. Exactly. Because it gives police uh, a reason. the authority to say, I smell marijuana, let me search your car. They yeah, use that as cause all the time when they don't even smell One weed. time a cop told me he seen a pipe in my door. I said, come on. I kept the pipe in the door. And he looked. I was like, come yeah, on. I've been pulled up I smell, I smell marijuana, let me search your car. And they don't find that. Like, you must have smoked it earlier. Yeah. Like, fool, I don't smoke weed. Yeah, you especially now. Yeah. You're like, nigga, what are you doing? But so, do yeah. they bother you? You feel like, they are, do you just? I haven't been messed with at all. No, because you're pardoned. You're Obama. They, they better not mess with me too, because back then I wasn't really. Connected. So did you get a now lawsuit? Is there? There's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing no that you can get. Just your freedom. That's it. I gotta take my freedom and be happy with it. <laughs> That's good enough at this point, right? Yeah. You, you clearly did way more than enough time. Way sir. more. I should only done like probation of six months wow. at the most. Damn. Under state law, that's what I would have gotten. Wow. And even my prosecutor's boss acknowledged that later on that I would have probably gotten six months. That's crazy, man. Like that is ridiculous. And uh, you have some big players behind you, man. So you know, do you think you're gonna meet Meek Mill over this reform? Uh, the the organization I work with, Cut Fifty, actually works directly with Meek Mill. Oh. So we'll probably at one point get them involved in our um, documentary, as well as Common. Okay. My buddy uh, Scott Budnick, he produced the Hangover movies, mm. and he works closely with Common and John Legend. Yeah. And John Legend and Common are huge on criminal justice. They reform. are. Yeah. They go to prisons. Can, yeah. Common goes and raps and does concerts at prisons. Yeah. So it's All like, the time, yeah. so we have to have them a part of this project because yeah. they're they're exactly what we what were doing. Do, yeah. yeah, and what you have done <clears throat> clearly, you've done the time. You've, uh, yeah. And uh, recently, I don't know if you've seen it, we um, just submitted a letter to Congress, and me and Van Jones' organization, Cut Fifty, garnered a bunch of celebrity support. We got um, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, um, Chelsea Handler, Mark Cuban. Um, just me, Napoleon from the Outlaws, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends that produce movies. Uh, one Scott Budnick, and the other one is Brad Furman. He did, okay. like, Infiltrator and mm-hmm. um, the new Johnny Depp movie coming out. So we got all these celebrities to sign a letter to Congress to support this bill. Mm. So what's going to happen? I'm pretty sure. We're, I mean, especially with Trump in there. He's a celebrity and, himself. And Trump said he's going to sign it. He's, he's going to sign it. it so. Yeah. Uh, one thing about Trump, because we, we're, we're 50-50, you know, over here. Like, <clears throat> we don't like Trump's antics, but we do understand Trump is pushing an agenda of his own. He's, he's, he's making He said changes. he's going to legalize cannabis. Yeah, I mean, that's I know. He's, making, he's making changes. Promise, so so uh, this, we didn't start this podcast to be like, oh, Trump. No, no, no. we're hip hoppers. We're still going to be able to be free thinkers and, right. you know, and, 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 and talk that shit. This is a cloth talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't so, care about what he does. If you're going to do something good, right. I'll accept it. Exactly. That doesn't mean Especially I support when everything it helps. else you do. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it helps the, the growth of what I'm doing and what I believe in. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Even if his intentions aren't good, if <laughs> yeah. you're going to reform the system that's going to help people like me, then I'm all for it. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. And he's going to do it, you know, like Obama, like, oh, pardoned you already. You know, like, that probably was like, what the fuck? Like, this nigga just really signed the bill. Yeah, you know? he like, did a lot. Obama did a lot. I mean, and did you meet Obama? No, that's... I want to, though. <laughs> okay, Obama's not, okay. So did you get to go to the White House after? Or they just let no, you out and let White you breathe? under Trump. See, under Trump, yeah, okay. I was in the White House with That's Jared crazy. Kushner and Ivanka Trump, and um, for the so this, President so you, Trump was there, but and did you just barely go to the White House when you were just it was in, in DC the summer? This time? Oh, no, it was in the, the summer, summer yeah. Oh, dope, dope. And you still do hip hop conventions, huh? I seen you with Snoop with Where South by Southwest. South by Southwest. I brought Snoop Dogg and uh, the Coke Brothers together for a criminal justice panel. That's fucking gangster. Because you know you got that's how you got to make change. You got to get the people together who agree on one. Oh, thing. you put Snoop and the Coke Brothers together? Yep. Wow. And everyone went crazy, like, whoa. Because so this is right back. when Snoop did the video 
where he put the fake gun to Trump's head. I remember that. Yeah, and I remember then, that. So the Koch brothers, you know, they mostly do Republican, you know, okay. stuff. So they were getting calls from Republicans saying, don't mess with Snoop, don't go there. Yeah, he's wild. They're like, no. They said, you know what? We may not support him on that, but we support on, on, on criminal justice reform. We're going to work with them. Damn. Did you, could you ever imagine that you were that, like, big? Like, did you always know that you were going to do something big, but not, like... I felt it, but I just didn't know. You didn't know that it was going to be, like, to this degree? Because yeah. I feel like you moved a lot of mountains that, like, just seemed so almost unreal. And when I tell people, like, about you and your story and, like, that me and you kind of have a good relationship, throughout the whole time, once you got out, I reached out to you, you know, and I told you, hey, man... What, when? We're gonna work soon. I don't know when. And you were like, "Well, I got the documentary. Send me some producers. I got you some local producers." And you know that that's what I do. You know that's what I do. And I, I still want some. So I mean, when yeah. we get to that point. So. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I've always I'm been trying to give people opportunities yeah, from yeah. here. Mm -hmm. It's just up to them to take it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I've always so from you... the gate, even my beginning of my career, I always tried to involve people that were from here. That were yeah, local, because you're local and it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It just makes sense. That's why we're drinking all local. I'm drinking and my, my staff is drinking. You know, this is a different one. We usually take shots and talk the bullshit, but this was a real, I, I had to get my CNN on, you know, because I was like, this is a you got your Van Jones on. Yeah. Oh, Van Jones. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh, more like uh, Dick Gregory. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> Van Jones, my man, though, Oh, man, okay. Well, wait, shout out to Van. He's hey, one of the most know. articulate speakers Dumb. on this, too, so. Lit, lit. And you met a lot of, like, different players in the game so far since you've been out. How long have you been out? Um, two and a half years. Damn, it's only been <clears throat> two years, huh? Yeah. And you've done all this. Just, that has to be uh, wonderful. When you wake up, you think, I was locked up 55 years over my head, and now I'm going to the Trump. White House administrative party. I was gonna get out of it. And Obama party. I was party. gonna get out at seventy-eight years old. Wow, seventy-eight. Yeah. You would have still turned up though. I know it. I, I don't see think it. I would have survived it. Do you not think that? Got in there. The health care. It's horrible. Is that where? Is that what the prison? Yeah. Is that what the prison uh, reform is about? Like getting? No, we're just trying to get people out. Before oh, so they people die out. Age. Okay. <laughs> we're just trying to get them out so they don't have to. Die of old age. Right, right, right. No, that makes sense. So, so pretty much the the prison reform is to get people out like you that are serving time. For yeah, or to stop them from going in in the first place. Is we, okay. we don't want That's what I mean. like this bill. If yeah. had had it been passed back then, they right. wouldn't have been able to threaten me with a hundred years. They would have had to give me just a normal plea offer like everyone else gets. Mm -hmm. There were people in a related case had the same charges as me. They offered them five years each. And same charges. Actually, they were repeat offenders. And they had their charges were even worse than mine. And you said they'll come in and out. They were right there in the same case. They offered five. They offered me fifteen. I'm like, it's because I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to make an example out right. of me. Right. You're popping. You're a celebrity. So they wanted to so, make an example. And they just threw you in out there. They didn't know. Did, so did you do like gin pop? Is that what this like? You went and did hard time. It's not like yeah. They said like Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? No, like, I went to a, a high security prison like did, in Southern California. Oh, so. you were in Southern California. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy, man. I was in there rapping Forte. Came oh, rapping Forte? That's yeah, the I homie. In, I was in the same uh, unit as Mac Dre. You, you was in the same so. unit? Because I heard that before that you was in the same unit with Mac Dre. That's crazy. That's the unit so that's that he true. was in. And he ended up dying. Mac Dre died. I was still in the county waiting to go to prison. And I heard the news. And I was sick. Wow. Because that's your boy. Yeah, Mac Dre. Did you see him in there? No, no, I'm saying uh, there was the unit that Mac Dre did his time in. I ended up going to that unit. Oh, okay. Dude, in there were homies. There was Barry, a big Yeah, a lot of them. like, hey, that's. You're Mac Dre's homie? They're like, oh, this this is the unit he was in. I was like, really? Yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy, man. I know you were probably like, okay, when is this going to end? 
You was just like a roller coaster that just didn't it seem. It was a long time, man. Every, I thought I kept having hope, and then it just got crushed. Mm. Just every time, man. Every time. Every time I had an appeal or opportunity to get out, I got denied. Because you did 13 and a half, right? No, I just just under 13. It's like 12 days. years, 10 months. Wow. For some damn weed. For some damn weed. When everybody's propping. Yeah, everybody's propping everything. Now I'd be considered an entrepreneur. Yeah, so what do you do? Because you, know you know the market. I'm a felon now. I'm a felon oh, right now. But other shit. people with, with, with cannabis, even with guns, are entrepreneurs. That cloth talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, this that cloth talk. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because now you would be able to go contact Snoop. Go contact Mark Cuban, these 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 figures, and instantly be multi. And now that you have a felony, they probably don't want to work with you or they can't. Well, yeah, well, the, the put industry in Utah name. precludes felons from being in the industry. In California, that we they're changing that. They're mm. making sure that minorities and uh, those that have a felony in the record can actually get in the industry. And we're getting in the industry. We're doing it regardless of the Utah law. We're we're getting in the industry. Dope. That's dope. And then do you see that like? Soon, like that, Utah will be able to smoke. Well, we're gonna work, we're, yeah, yeah. Cause we be asking all the. We're, gonna, asking we're, we're working to reform the laws here as well to change it. Cause do you think they will? Well, cause it's like you were like the face of, you know, Prop Two that was just happening during this election type thing. To me, I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but I felt like it was like that's well, this like that's well. Some people were using my story to say yeah, they do something about fast. this, but um, yeah. What we end up with after Prop Two, the compromise, it's not. The best bill, it's not the worst. If if there was no compromise, there would be no flower, no access to flower. The the the, the um elements list would be so small. So I think we still gotta win and we just need to keep chipping away and improving it. Hmm. Dope. And if Trump lists the federal ban, then the yeah. hell with the state. Oh uh, yeah, because the federal is mm. what's coming in and, and hammering people. That's what's limiting states is the federal ban. Hell yeah, man. Well shit, man. I alright, we gonna wrap it up, man. Hey, you did man. Thank you for all this cloth talk, man. I appreciate yeah, it, homie. Like, real talk, man. Like, as I said, I, I'm honored, man. So, we're going to get some music from you. Get this new music. I hope you have something on the, uh, you know, the documentary. And sure. let's keep it popping, man. So, Salt Lake City, you got it right Salt here. Cloth talk. <laughs> they ain't hearing it like this, boy. They ain't hearing it. They got welded in the building. Talking that cloth talk. Let's go. Fact oh, good looking man. Hell yeah. We gotta get you back in too, cause you got more to say to say. And I didn't wanna, you know, have it have, it, have, it, have it too long, but no, that's cool. I think what you need. And where can you find your music at? Um they got some some of it's on iTunes. Um I know the Weed from the LBC album's on like all the different apples. Yeah, we should we should do it again when my documentary comes out. Yeah, let's do it again. Maybe you can come to where we're screening. Yeah, I want to be there. in the documentary. You gotta have somebody like me, dog. I'm like your number one fan. We're gonna do a series that pops off after. You know what I mean? Put me in there. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like one of the homies. That's what the like, movie you want a part in the movie. Yeah, I want a part. So what happens is shit. two years after the documentary comes out, they're gonna start doing the motion picture. I don't know if they're going to be filming it out here, but I don't know. I won't be able to be in it, <laughs> but I'll still get paid now. Why not? I may, maybe I could be like, you know, one of the... You could be with me. Yeah, you could be one <laughs> of the drivers. You could just drive in the car. You could be one of the drivers. You could be one No, I signed away my, the rights, my life rights. Oh, so you so don't do that. Basically, I wrote a script. The, my book is a script. I signed away the life rights to my book. Wow. So now they can take it, and as long as it's within the parameters of my story, they can use it any way they want. So I signed it, but they, they have to give you my life rights. When they when, when they do the movie, they're gonna cash you out. Yeah, they're gonna give me. Um, I think it's one to two point five percent of the total budget. So if the budget's like thirty million, then I get like 
two percent of the thirty million dollar budget. Hey, let's get our picture uh, for our thumbnail. Let's take it over here. Get the light. Huh? Get the light. Cool. Whatever, man. Whatever we need to do. Hell yeah, man. Cool. How's the lighting? Okay. It's good. Is it cool? Cause it's probably we put this in your favor. You would, oh, that's cool. I like it's it. It's kind of bright. Oh, that's all right. He said <clears> it's kind of bright. No, that's <laughs> cool. That looks, that's cool. Oh, here, this Send one. me a copy of it. Whatever you need to do, man. <clears throat> turn on the real light or whatever, man. I like the real light. <laughs> you don't like the real light? You I hate just don't like it, it all on my face. Huh? It's like all getting me. That looks good. You though. hate real light, huh? Yeah, His probably came out a little better, huh? No, I didn't get that one. Oh no. Let's get one. One more. Yeah, I like, I like my light at this angle. That's a little better. I like my light at this angle, actually, so. That's cool, whatever. That's Probably a little better. Yeah. I didn't have pictures with you in the club. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Those are horrible pictures. I was learning <laughs> the horrible. Okay. Are you drunk? <laughs> no. One, two, three. Okay. Oh, your eyes closed. One more right here. One, two, okay. One, two, three. Okay, I like that lighting better. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That shit was hard too. Oh, yeah, send me some copies. Oh, we got you. We're going to send it to you right now. You know what I mean? Get you in shit right now. Any of y'all got a pre roll? Yeah, we got weed right now. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's do it. You want another beer, Frank? I was going to oh, ask okay. you. But... I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. yeah I like that. You, got, you guys got like a zip on you? Like uh, a buy? I got a zip at the crib. I could get it. No. I, I don't I'm trying to get sweet. I'm not trying to be the next well.